Yo, what up, Street Dogs? There, Kim. So, uh, the Turbo Thought. Are Leicas and rangefinders uh, overrated? So, um, these are just this is my personal experiences with uh, Leica rangefinder cameras and the whole mythology behind Leica, Henri Cartier, Rosan, and so forth. So, first and foremost, I think that the best Leica of all time is definitely the film. Like a MP camera, and the best lens is the Leica 35F2, the spherical, and of course, the best strip is the Gangsta. OG Henri Nextrap. Now in the Mark IV edition with the crimson red underbelly. Brass components. Comes and runs touching against the beautiful mahogany brown. All hand stitched. Right, so turbo thoughts about the Leica rangefinders. So, first and foremost, um, you know, anyone who thinks that Leicas are overpriced, I don't think that's actually the case. It's a uh, it's totally worth the price insofar much as, you know, G German engineering, these things will last a lifetime. And, you know, especially with a film like MP cameras, this is a camera I could actually envision giving to um, baby Seneca when he's older. Now, the thing uh, I've discovered about Leicas and rangefinders is it's totally an aesthetic thing. It's actually not a really, and a, a performance thing. The the biggest thing about shooting with rangefinders, obviously, is that you can shoot through the little rangefinder patch, which everyone is so obsessed with. And so, shooting with um, a rangefinder or a Leica is definitely kind of more of an aesthetic experience. And as people will drive Lamborghinis, they probably shoot with uh, Leica cameras, all the same. So. They're really the best way to think about Leica cameras and rangefinders. It's, it's kind of much more of a, a design object than anything. And then a lot of people ask, it's like, oh, you know, is it is it worth it? Um, you know, how's it like shooting with a Fujifilm over uh, a Leica M camera or whatever? And uh, my my honest appraisal is, I think that the Fuji cameras, the Fujifilm cameras are probably superior cameras in terms of uh, shooting with than uh, Leica cameras. But honestly, you know, people people will get Leicas for um, the brand name. So if you really want the best camera for street photography, it's, it's probably not a Leica camera. It's either a Ricoh GR3, Shout out to the Air Kim Wristrap Mark II. Ricoh GR3 is probably the best street photography camera. If you wanted a camera with a, you know, 
uh, interchangeable lenses and stuff like that, I would actually recommend the, the Fujifilm um, X-Pro3. At first I thought it was a gimmick, but actually shooting with it is actually um, pretty pretty awesome. Uh, big fan, big fan. So, um, and the funny thing too is everyone I know who shoots with like, a, you know, starts out with Fujifilm, you know, whether it be an X, X100 something, they'll eventually end up getting um, a digital Leica M camera or a film like M6. And because, you know, there's, there's, there's a certain mystique about um, Leicas and rangefinder cameras. And, you know, I was personally curious about it too. But ultimately what I discovered is everybody who wants... A like a camera or like a rangefinder camera. Essentially, what they really actually want is um, they want to become Henri Cartier Brisson. It's kind of like when people buy Air Jordans, you know, uh, be like be like Mike. They want to become Michael Jordan, right? And but then the question is: Is buying a certain camera going to help you become that person? I, I don't think so. And a lot of people use it as like pretentious neck decoration. So for example, you know, you go to a photo exhibit party, right? And you 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 pull up with a Fuji around your neck, people are not gonna find you interesting or cool, but you bust out with a like around your neck, they'll be like, oh, that's so gangsta, right? Or especially people who are, um, and then, you know, it becomes a stupid, like one man's upshift is like, oh, you know, you got the like M10, but I got the, M10R, oh you got the M10R, I got the special edition like or something, oh you got that, I got the monochrome, and then the, the Apex of, um, the Apex Flex is probably if you had them, the film like a MA that doesn't even have a, doesn't even have a meter, um, and and yeah, definitely the, the Leica camera is definitely kind of like a design fetish object. So for example, the reason why I actually really like the, um, the black paint film like MP camera, you know, you, you get the, the beautiful wabi-sabi brassing over time. And it's a, uh, the more you use it, the more beautiful it becomes, which is nice. And just the proportions are, are essentially perfect for a camera. Um, but once again, Leica cameras are not about the performance. It's more about the experience of shooting with the rangefinder. And also the irony is that um, shooting with a rangefinder is actually much more difficult than shooting with autofocus. Like the if you wanted to always capture the decisive moment in street photography, um, you know, shooting with a rangefinder, F8, ISO 1600, and just shooting zone focusing seems to be the best way. But actually more so than that, even with the GR3, the autofocus um, works great. Or even the X-Pro3 autofocus is insanely fast. So, you know, I would actually say at this point in 2021, uh, shooting with autofocus is actually superior than shooting um, uh, uh, manual focus. There's, there's really no good reason to shoot manual focus anymore, uh, in my honest uh, opinion. But alas, it becomes a design object. And this is the turbo thought I had too, like um, with performance cars. In the world where we have the Tesla Model S Plaid, which goes zero to 60 in 1.99 seconds, less than two seconds, there is like almost, I don't think there's actually any other hyper car that accelerates that quickly. There might be cars that beat in the quarter mile, but people don't really use that. They use the zero to the 60 time. And that's anything you're really gonna feel when you're doing it. And so, you know, if you want the fastest car possible, of course you get the Plaid, 
but you know why do people still buy loud monster uh, loud um, muscle cars and so forth is is actually people wanted for the um, the, the aesthetic the the concept how it looks how it sounds and so forth and so I think now just thinking about um, getting any other car or anything like even shoes shoes aren't about functionality they're about the aesthetic you know you buy a pair of Yeezy sneakers or some Nikes or Jordans or whatever have you it's more for the aesthetic how it looks rather than how it performs and so in today's world with you know capitalism and consumerism it's almost all about the aesthetic at this point with your clothes your shoes your watch your your camera and um, and I think once we could make do with uh, the honesty of what it actually is, then we could actually move forward. And so um, so typically speaking, I think rangefinders, yeah, definitely overhyped. It's 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 really interesting because rangefinders are so different, and that's what creates the appeal and also there's this retrospective um, nostalgia for the past like oh in the past everything was so much better and you know you have all these hipsters who are just like running amok who are like yeah you know uh digital sucks you know film is better blah blah and i think that there are certainly um me even shooting film for a while so many benefits i learned from from uh, shooting film the biggest one actually being uh, appreciative of digital but too much focus on the past, and this is what actually Nietzsche says about romanticism: is romanticism is assuming that everything in the back, uh, the past was the best and can never be superseded. And I, I tend to also think that tends to be kind of a degenerate way to think about life, society, politics, and people. I, I like to think that the best is yet to come. So. At this point in 2021, even Ricoh GR3 in high contrast black and white monochrome mode, I actually think that the photos look as good if not superior to Kodak Trix 400 push to 1600 with a yellow filter. So there's really no good reason to shoot with film um, besides the, the, the aesthetic, you know, like obviously the, the film grain is beautiful. You could still simulate it in uh, digital, obviously not as good as film, but close enough. And also if you like the, the Zen meditation of developing your film and stuff like that. But once again, it's, it's all aesthetic. If you're much more of a pragmatist like myself, if you actually want to improve your photography at a faster rate, actually d digital is, is, is way better because you could shoot faster, you could review your photos faster, you could share your photos faster. And so digital photography is much more hyper, but you close the feedback loop so it's, it's much better. So um, truth be told, if you really want to become the Uber street photographer, GR3 is, is essentially the way. The Ricoh GR3, you know, just shooting in P mode, the general autofocus mode, high contrast black and white. There's really nothing that that beats it in the market today. Um, the only camera I could ever imagine being better than the Ricoh GR3 is probably gonna be the Ricoh GR4. I hope they bring back the flash, fingers crossed, right? But, um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, that's good for the, also the aesthetic. The, um, the X Pro Three probably has better image quality and also higher ISO performance than the Leica M10, M10R, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, thinking about the Leica Q, the Leica Q2 monochrome, blah blah. Essentially, in my eyes, the Leica Q is essentially just a um, an upcycled version of a Panasonic camera. I'm pretty certain that the Leica Q camera was co-engineered with Panasonic Lumix, so I'm 
<laughs> I tend to be like one of those novices, like, oh, the Leica Q is not a real Leica. It's it's like a Panasonic, right? But once again, snobbery is not uh, not productive any sort. I mean, ultimately, you just want to find the camera that's right for you. Um, also, what you could do is you could always buy the camera on Amazon or B&H Photo, try it on, test it. If you don't like it, you could always return it. Um, but yeah, just really think um, with any sort of camera and experience. Just test it out for yourself. Um, honestly, I think almost all cameras, I, I can actually say all cameras are overrated. All cameras, um, you know, they they promise something but almost always fail to deliver. Even the GR3, which I consider the best camera now, like, you know, I'm disappointed the fact that it doesn't have a flash, right? So there, there's never gonna be a perfect camera. Um, and I think that's that's the point. As long as your camera is, I, I call it, you know, I learned the word satisfice, S-A-T-I-S-F-I-C-E, which is the word uh, satisfy and suffice. It's satisficing, right? The, where the, the camera, if the camera's 80% good enough, just, just kind of stick with it. Um, trying to gain 80% good enough to 90% good enough, I think that the, the economics actually don't really work out. Um, and uh, yeah, and just focus on um, making more photos. The, the point of creativity, the point of um, making photos is to make photos that make your heart sing. Uh, typically speaking, the smaller the camera, the more compact it is, the more you're gonna shoot, and therefore the quote, quote, happier you probably will become because you'll become more uh, productive in your photography. But yeah, I think ultimately speaking, uh, I would say Leicas and rangefinders are overrated from the performance perspective. Um, definitely the most mo the most beautiful design objects. There's never probably going to be a camera as beautiful as a Leica M camera, especially the the film ones. So if you if you just like it as a design object, yeah, I would say definitely definitely get it. But if you really think that's going to transform your life, make you happier, make you a better photographer, I don't think so. Peace out.